Hi, and welcome to the Understanding English Phrasal Verbs podcast. My name is Alyssa, and I am an English coach. I help introverts and immigrants express themselves in English and better understand their new culture through introspection and language support. Hi, welcome back. Have you ever heard someone say life is like a box of chocolates? Today, we're going to take a step back from looking directly at phrasal verbs, and instead we're going to talk about where they come from and how they are created. So I'm excited to introduce a very important topic in English learning, but actually about life in general, and that is metaphors. A metaphor is a kind of figurative language. It is a kind of literary device that basically compares one thing to another. So like comparing life to a box of chocolates. You may also think of it as poetically calling one thing another. For example, she is an angel. My uncle is Einstein. Time is money. All of these use a very easily understood thing to describe a lesser known, lesser understood, or a more complex or abstract idea. Metaphors are important in language learning, and they're not only for advanced students, because they're everywhere. We naturally think in metaphorical ways. Using metaphors is an important skill for lower level learners because we can use them when we don't have the right words or grammar that we need. Students have to develop the skill of talking around something, and that means to find creative ways to explain a word that you don't know. Um, for example, maybe you don't know the right grammar or words to say this. Imagine this is like your thought in your native language. You want to describe your cat and how he eats. Maybe you want to say he eats all of his food very quickly every time we put it in the bowl and he begs for food all the time. You can express that same idea and you could use a metaphor and simply say he is a pig. And the message would be completely understood very, very well because you have created a vibrant mental image. I hope this, this shows you what I mean when I say that metaphors are for students at all levels. A beginner could easily express this and they wouldn't need complex grammar. Cognitive science tells us that metaphors are not just a linguistic creation or a matter of language, but that our thoughts are actually already metaphorical. That means that we think in metaphorical terms, but of course the metaphorical terms that we think in aren't as simple and direct as he is a pig, but we think in something that's called a conceptual metaphor. A conceptual metaphor, it's like a map of ideas, and they can vary from culture to culture. 
An example of a conceptual metaphor is pretty universal that um, good is up. If good is up, then we can understand things like things are looking up or things went downhill or cheer up. There are metaphors that are associated with space like good is up, that's an orientation, right? Um, and these will be a huge key in understanding phrasal verbs. Since phrasal verbs are composed of a verb and then a preposition, like up. There are also conceptual metaphors that are not associated with, with space or orientation. Um, really cultural things like time is money. In the United States, time is money. <laughs> um, that is an agreed upon, accepted, um, con conceptual, metaphorical thought. From that concept, we can understand things like, I spent a lot of time on the project. I save so much time when I don't cook from scratch. Or you wasted my time. In other cultures, time may not be money, but time might be compared to another valuable resource. So you could see translations that would be translated like, lend me your attention, like prestar atención in Spanish instead of pay attention in English. As you might guess, this, this whole concept, this, this whole idea can get pretty complex. Today, I just wanted to introduce you to metaphors and show you how important they are and how they are everywhere in our language, in all languages. Metaphors are not only for poets and English teachers. Some cognitive scientists even think that metaphors shape everything that we do. And since they give structure to our thoughts, they therefore give structure to our actions. I want to give you a small homework assignment. I want you to try to come up with, that means think of, at least three metaphors that make sense in your culture. Maybe they're universal, maybe they are only for your culture. You can translate them directly from your language into English if you want. Things like time is money, love is war, life is a journey. Remember, I'm not talking about idioms. An idiom is a fixed expression frozen in time. An idiom is actually like one really specific um, metaphor that cannot change. Um, it, it is a kind of metaphor that doesn't change. You cannot play with it and create more things from that idea. But a metaphor is just a general thought that you can see proof of in the way that people speak or act. Um, a second, more difficult option is to think of a few metaphors that are more conceptual, but not directly spoken. Okay, that's things like, happy is up. This might be really hard to, to think of. You'll have to look for patterns. 
happy is up is not something that people say, but it's something that they think. And so then we've created a lot of different metaphors from that. So if happy is up in your culture, um, and it probably is because I think it is in most, maybe in your language, you would say things like cheer up, chin up, or I'm high on life. Um, this is going to be uh, not easy to Google, but if you can find this pattern in your language, then maybe you can see the original conceptual metaphor. Okay, well, that's all for today. I know it's a big topic, but I want you to start thinking about it and noticing, paying attention to metaphors, both in your native language and in English. And I'm going to talk more in depth about um, specific parts of metaphors and specific kinds of metaphors and specifically the prepositions like up, down, and how this is going to help us understand phrasal verbs. Again, please don't confuse metaphors with idioms, which are basically just old cliche sayings. If you have any questions or you want to share your metaphors with me, come send me a DM on Instagram at introvert.english. I changed my Instagram name. If you have heard me say something else in old episodes, it is now introvert.english. I always answer questions and talk to, to people as long as you don't start your message with only hi. Tell me who you are. Tell me that you came from the podcast and that you have questions. I hope this was helpful or at least interesting. See you next time.